1: A new week begins right here, right now, live on a Monday on the morning after on Sports Grid. Sirius XM, Channel 159. That is the home for Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM, all across the Sports Grid network as well. And that includes sportsgrid.com slash watch, where you can find your favorite destination to consume everything all across the grid. I am Ben Stevens. Thank you for joining us here bright and early on this Monday morning to start off your new week. There is a ton to get to from this past weekend where championships were front and center. The conference finals continuing on the hardwood in the NBA and on the ice in the NHL. We had a running of the 148th Preakness Stakes, the second leg of the Triple Crown, and a major championship, the second of this year in the world of golf. All of that and more on this Monday. Live on the morning after on Sports Grid, we bring you up until 11 a.m. Eastern Time. But we start with game number three last night in the Eastern Conference Finals. Somehow, someway, booked as an underdog, the Miami Heat keep pulling off the improbable. Upset after upset after upset as the number eight seed in the Eastern Conference. That's what they did against Boston on Friday night, the game that we will remember as Jimmy Butler versus Grant Williams. So the Heat booked as a plus 360 underdog in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Boston Celtics, who were a minus 550 favorite, entering this Eastern Conference Finals set, headed back to South Beach for game number three, booked as a dog once again, but with a 2-0 series lead maybe Miami's not an underdog anymore as they absolutely demolish and drug and put an embarrassing type performance against the Boston Celtics last night to take a three 0 series lead 128 102 in the Eastern Conference finals Miami ended as a four and a half point underdog last night that means for the heat now In 11 of their 14 playoff games here on this run in the association, the Heat have been booked as a dog. They have covered in nine of those games, eight of them an outright victory, including all three of their wins to take that 3-0 series lead against the Boston Celtics. And it wasn't a Jimmy Butler type game, although he reminds us he might be the best playoff trash talker in the last uh, decade or so in the NBA postseason making sure Al Horford remembered what he did in game number one. Jimmy Butler only ends with 16 points last night against the Boston Celtics in game number three. It was Gabe Vincent leading the way for Miami. He posted 29 points. Duncan Robinson added in 22. Caleb Martin, a big game for Miami as well so despite jimmy butler going well under his points prop of 28 and a hook only finishing with 16 miami takes a three nothing series lead here in the eastern conference finals against the boston celtics and again the seas entered this series as a five and a half dollar favorite to win the east and advance to their second consecutive nba finals that is very unlikely at this point it was dismal it was embarrassing it was whatever word you wanted to describe to say how disappointing the effort was last night out of boston they looked, they looked lost they looked confused they looked frustrated frankly they looked done jason tatum 14 points in the blowout loss against Miami. He did have 10 rebounds, but albeit in a 26-point defeat. In fact, Miami continues their historic run in this playoff stretch as they are the only 8 seed now in NBA playoff history to win a game by 25 or more points. Hey, welcome to our Sports Grid Radio audience here. Hour number one of the morning after. Live right here on this Monday, Sirius XM Channel 159. All of our radio terrestrial affiliates now in the fold as well. I am Ben Stevens. A dismal effort, a dominant performance out of the Miami Heat last night against the Boston Celtics. As Miami takes a 3-0 series lead in the Eastern Conference Finals, 128-102 over Boston. The Heat booked as a four-and-a-half-point underdog the 11th time in this playoff run. Miami has been booked as a dog. They have won outright eight times. They have covered in nine of those 11 games so again Boston entered this series as a minus 550 favorite a five and a half dollar favorite to just win it outright in advance of their second consecutive NBA championship series but entering last night the Heat were a minus 175 series favorite heading back with a two nothing series lead to South Beach after taking this three nothing series lead Miami is now a minus 1300 favorite to knock off Boston in pool yet another upset. Those odds might seem drastic, but they are correct. 149 times in NBA playoff history, a team has had a 3-0 series lead. Never has the team in that 0-3 hole come back to win the series outright, meaning the team with a 3-0 series lead is a perfect 149 for 149 in winning and clinching the series. So what are the Celtics going to do? Here's Jalen Brown trying to figure it out.
2: Give credit to the Miami Heat, man. You know, those guys are playing unbelievable right now. Um, And we just seemed to couldn't get stops. You know, those guys are hitting shots and playing well, playing with confidence. And we allowed them to have that.
1: 12 points for Jalen Brown last night. His points prop entering game three was 23 and a half. He has been under that number in all three games. He also had the worst plus minus for Boston yesterday, a minus 25. So we'll continue to make sense of what we are seeing here in the conference finals up next on The Morning After.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com.
1: As well. Donnie Wright's side now into the mix and doing his best to pay homage to the Miami Heat holding a yeah. 3-0 series advantage over the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals as DRS sporting what we will call a Miami Vice-type look here on this Monday morning. Donnie, are you awaiting a ticket to be cashed on Jimmy Butler and the Heat?
2: Look, I got to tell look, let's go back a little bit here. In the early 2000s, before Pat Riley arrived on the scene, I was known as the Don of South Beach. So I'm just trying to get back Ooh. to those stylistic points.
1: As our producer, Joe Frizo said here as well, Donnie Johnson, as in Don Johnson. Yep. We all know the correlation there. ZRS, it seems like Pat Riley, the man you mentioned, is about to, he's one win away from making his 19th appearance in an NBA championship series, either as a player, a coach, or now as a general manager, front office executive. And that seems to be where Miami is headed. After a 26 point victory, an absolutely dominant performance for the Heat last night over the dismal Boston Celtics, 128-102. And DRS, for the 11th time in their 14 playoff games, the Heat were booked as an underdog, a a four-and-a-half-point underdog, winning outright as a dog for the eighth time in this playoff run. So, Donnie, would you continue to book the Miami Heat as an underdog the rest of the way?
2: No, and quite frankly, shocking to see it yesterday. The FanDuel Sportsbook, Ben, they opened up as a two and a half point favorite. We're talking about the Boston Celtics. That rose to four and a half by the time the game tipped off here, and the Miami Heat embarrassed the Boston Celtics. Sometimes we just feed statistics into the computer. It tells you, like, no, 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 no. The Miami Heat aren't this good. And it continues to tell this, Ben, all the way through the playoffs. And that Heat culture that we talk about so much, which sometimes is just like a, a trendy logo, like, hey, he could. No, it's a real thing. Nobody expected this from the Miami Heat except Eric Spolstra, the Miami Heat heat and Pat Riley it's impressive to watch but come on now are we done with booking the Miami heat as prohibitive underdogs it's got to end sooner or later Ben
1: you would think DRS it would have to end and they are favored for game number four tomorrow night a one and a half point spread in favor of the heat it's a short number minus 120 On that money line. And DRS, I think it's a fascinating case study. When you look at a small sample size relative to 82 regular season games, there's only been 14 times the Heat have played here in this postseason. But what Miami does come playoff time is very different from what the Heat focus on during the regular season. We are seeing that play out in front of our eyes. And DRS, there needs to be a postseason pedigree boost at least to those power ratings and the models for Miami, this being their third trip to an Eastern Conference Finals in the last four NBA seasons. And it wasn't really Jimmy Butler last night, DRS, 16 points for Miami. Gabe Vincent was the leading scorer for the Heat, 29 points, 22 points off the bench for Duncan Robinson, 18 more, for Kayla Martin DRS. It is that heat culture led by Eric Spolstra, who is the best coach in the NBA at this current moment that has allowed Miami to take this three nothing series lead. So overall DRS, how do you describe this heat run in the playoffs? Uh, d-
2: uh- overwhelming from my perspective here because I was the guy that looked at them entering into the playoffs saying well I don't know if they can do much we expected they can get out of the playing round which they did but they should have been the sacrificial lamb to the Milwaukee Bucks who are much much more talented and certainly were the favorites to win the NBA championship and the fact of the matter is that the Miami Heat didn't win it in game seven where Giannis got an injury and was knocked out for four games in that series they were decisively the better team over five games against the Bucks decisively the better team against the New York Knicks and right now about the the Boston Celtics. I've Ben, to be honest with you, I don't even know how to quantify the run for the Miami Heat because you're right. Usually yeah. the smartest man in the room is the odds maker, and they've been right so, or excuse me, right, so little and wrong so many times. Look at going into this series. A 550 favorite? It was basically the Celtics should sweep this series in four games
1: certainly so DRS every price price for Boston to win this series and whatever outcome four games five games Mm -hmm. six games or seven was a shorter number more likely from the odds perspective than that for the heat the odds are an expectation we say it all the time we saw that yesterday with the line growing in favor of Boston down two games to none they're a better team overall better depth they should win one game to make this a competitive series The odds don't always tell the story, except for maybe right now, DRS. Miami booked as a minus 1,300 series outright favorite. Mm. 149 times in NBA playoff history have we seen a team take a 3-0 series lead. In all 149 of those previous times, has that team with a 3-0 series lead eventually won the series? But DRS, do you think this series between Boston and Miami is done in four games?
2: I do believe it is, because the pressure then starts to kick back on the Miami Heat if the Boston Celtics are able to survive. Then you go back for a game five in Boston, then you sort of roll the dice to see where it goes. But having said that, I would be surprised, actually, if the Celtics won, because what's the word we're using? Not so much that, boy, the Miami Heat are a great basketball team. It looks like the Celtics quit, and that's the key word here. Do the Celtics want to say themselves, what are we doing here? I'm going to play another game, fly back to Boston, then come back for game six. Are they really going to man up in that situation? They haven't done so so far. The Miami Heat have been a better team i would be surprised if this even goes five games back to boston as content providers ben we would love to see a game five something more to talk about i just don't think it can happen
1: i don't think so either drs i think that minus 120 on the money line is still although miami Mm -hmm. booked as a favorite a discounted number boston looks lost They look confused, and they will have some questions to answer this offseason. They made Joe Missoula their head coach back in the middle of February after Ime Udoka was suspended for the entirety of this NBA campaign. There has already been friction, as has been previously reported, between Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, or at least Jalen Brown being a cornerstone of the franchise with Tatum moving forward. And we have already seen DRS this offseason Teams that had spectacular regular seasons, spectacular three- and five-year runs. When you fall short of expectation, changes are then swiftly made. Ergo, Milwaukee firing Mike Budenholzer. The Phoenix Suns firing Monty Williams. And most recently, the Philadelphia 76ers letting go of Doc Rivers. It's also a 3-0 series lead out in the Western Conference Finals. The Nuggets hold that three-game lead over L.A. because the Nuggets have been able to close out games while the Lakers have failed to do so. Saturday night, game number three in Los Angeles of the Western Conference Finals. The Nuggets win by 11, 119-108, outright as a a five-and-a-half-point underdog DRS. The Lakers have a one-point lead. 94-93, Ninety-four, ninety-three, under eight minutes remaining in regulation. And then Denver won on a thirteen nothing run to pull away and eventually take that three nothing series advantage. DRS, what do you remember most from Saturday night?
2: demoralizing for the Los Angeles Lakers Ben because this series is 3-0 and you could probably shake a stick and say what can happen if a few plays get made by the Los Angeles Lakers they're up 2-1 to one in this series looking for a 3-1 to yeah. one series lead I mean it's incredible how it's actually played out but that's the way I feel because you're also getting some big time performances by your best players and also Ben at the same time getting huge performances out of Rui Hachimura and Austin Reeves and still losing those basketball games why because the superstars are at their top level for the Denver Nuggets It's like, if you're going on the road here, you expect a big night out of Jokic. Why? He's been two-time MVP, probably could have won it a third time here. But then you're getting Jamal Murray on the road, stepping up in the biggest moments and literally putting the basketball team on his back. It's amazing to watch the performance for the Denver Nuggets because similar to like the Miami Heat, I felt a little bit disrespect coming into the playoffs, the number one overall seed, figuring they might even get bounced in round one. But here they are dominating the Western Conference Finals. It's a tough scene for the Lakers, but demoralizing is the word I would use, Ben.
1: The number one seed in the Western Conference virtually all year long. And Denver still undervalued from the odds perspective entering this postseason. Jamal Murray has scored 37 points in two consecutive games, 30-plus in all three here in the Western Conference Finals. And again, 149 times a team has taken a 3-0 series lead. They have won all 149 of those series. So is the NBA championship set? The odds would say so. Denver now a minus 220. Heavy odds on favorite to win the Larry O'Brien Trophy. More from around the association in Game 4 in L.A. Up next.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: Back live right here on a Monday on the morning after on SportsGrid. Two conference finals series where two teams are one win away from an NBA championship series appearance. While the other hoping to stave off elimination night by night. It is game number four of the Western Conference Finals tonight at Crypto.com Arena in downtown Los Angeles between the Lakers and the Nuggets, helping us break down game number four and what might still be at play out west. Donnie Wrightside here for a second consecutive segment. DRS, the difference between these two three-nothing series lead, one in favor of Denver, the other for Miami, is the Nuggets are still booked as an underdog for game number four, trying to pull off the sweep, and the Nuggets still on the road in Los Angeles whereas the Miami Heat a slight favorite for game number four tomorrow in South Beach and hold home floor advantage DRS frankly it's been a little bit difficult here in this round to trust the odds the Nuggets win outright as a five and a half point underdog in game number three for this three nothing series lead tonight the Lakers remain a favorite On their home floor, it is a three-point line in favor of Los Angeles. So, DRS, will Game 4 finally follow the odds? And will the Lakers stave off elimination and keep their season
2: alive? It's sure, it should, because you want to take a look at, Ben, championship mindsets here by the Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron's got a couple championships. LeBron actually has a championship in the purple and gold with Anthony Davis. So I doubt that they're in the Western Conference Finals just going to bow out tonight and say, you know what? It's not worth you know playing another two games here because there's no chance that we can win the series. Now, are people out there saying, yes, absolutely, the Lakers will come back and win a seven-game series against the Nuggets? No, I don't think that's going to happen. But you know when we're going to know, Ben, for me? Right away. I was very surprised. I thought the Lakers would win games. Game number three on their home court, and let alone be down 12 points at the end of the first quarter, that was shocking to me, because that's when you're supposed to seize control and say, you know what? This is our series now. It's our home court. Let's set the tone here. I have that same type of feeling here, because if we're looking from a game statistic standpoint, if I think the Lakers are going to win, minus three isn't a lot of points. They should be able to do that, win that going away. But I'm going to look at a role reversal in the first quarter that we saw from Saturday night. If you take a look at the Fan Blue Sportsbook right now, the first quarter line, the Lakers minus a half point, minus 130. If the Lakers are down 12 points after one, they might as well just fold up the tent and we'll be saying they quit on the series at this point. I expect the kitchen sink to come out. In the first quarter of the game tonight, because if the Lakers are up any more than two, three or four points, that's fine. But if the Lakers are down two, three or four points, that just means the Denver Nuggets, there is no surprise here. They're the better basketball team. They're going to win this game. I like the Lakers in the first quarter if you think yeah. the Lakers are going to win this basketball game.
1: DRS, it is interesting from the numbers perspective for that HANDICAP TO START OFF THIS GAME HOT, WHICH IS A NECESSITY FOR L.A. WE HAVE SEEN THE LAKERS BLITZ NOW IN THAT OPENING QUARTER IN BOTH GAME NUMBER ONE AND GAME Mm -hmm. NUMBER THREE. FOR THE LAKERS TO JUST WIN IT OUTRIGHT, GET RID OF THE HOOK, IT'S MINUS 144, BUT IF YOU WANT THEM TO WIN THE FIRST QUARTER, WHICH A ONE-POINT EDGE IN THE FIRST WOULD BE A WIN IN A COVERING OF THAT HALF POINT spread. That's minus 130. Slightly better odds, of course, if there was a tie at the end of one. You would push your bet and you would lose the hook on that spread. But just something to keep in mind. DRS on the other side for Denver. Nikola Jokic, the two-time NBA MVP, reminding everybody he is the best player on planet Earth throughout This postseason, it was his worst game of the Western Conference Finals in game number three. It was the only time so far he did not record a triple double. He is still an even money price to do that in game number four for tonight. But Jamal Murray DRS has scored 30 or more points in all three of these contests in the Western Conference Finals. 37 in back to back games, including the leading score of all in game number three. Right now, though, DRS, the Joker still booked as a minus 210 odds on favorite to win the Western Conference Finals MVP at this moment, entering game number four tonight, where at the end of it, Donnie, we might crown a Western Conference Finals MVP winner. Who would you have as your favorite?
2: Yeah, Kevin, and I talked about this on the early line, and it's a really intriguing topic because if you would say to yourself right now, just think, hey, Nicole Jokic, best player on the basketball team. Yeah, we know that, but that's not really what the award actually is, just the best basketball player overall. It's who's showing up in the biggest moments. Now, granted, Jokic has been really good here, but we have a legitimate argument that the better basketball player right now is Jamal Murray stepping up in the biggest moments here, and we'll find out tonight. But I have a hard time quantifying the award in my own mind by saying to myself, What's the award actually going to be? Because, Ben, it's not like, say, Daydani. You can give you statistics based on the last 15 years of this award. This is relatively new. It's not the NBA finals where you get that award. It's, okay, who played the best in the seven games and we'll give it to maybe the better player. We've seen guys like Andre Iguodala win that award. But I just have a hard yeah. time feeling that if it's a four game sweep here, Nicole Jokic, who is the favorite at the FanDuel Sportsbook to win this award, doesn't win it. Because I don't know if it's an award for the best basketball player. Yes, it's Jokic. But what happens if Jamal Murray goes out again? 35 points tonight in a close out situation how can you not give it to him I don't even care what Jokic does but then again you say well, Donnie you don't care about Jokic does how about his 24, 17, and sixteen in the game as well that's what Jokic can always do to you
1: certainly so if Jamal Murray does put out a performance of thirty five plus yeah. in a game four series clinching victory and the Nuggets do pull off the sweep and maybe Jokic has a stat line more similar to game three than the opening mm-hmm. two games of this set. Jamal Murray could win it. He has gone over that points prop at 26 and a half. You see for tonight in all three games, of course, in the Western Conference Finals, eight of the 14 overall for Denver in this postseason. DRS on the other side, it's LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And we can see what the odds expect for game number four. If the Lakers are to keep their season afloat, 80s props, 26 and a half. 13 and a half for the rebounding perspective. LeBron, 25 and a half for his points, eight and a half for both his boards and his dimes. That's the triple-double category as well. DRS, what do the Lakers need from both LeBron and AD to force a game five in Denver later
2: this week? the easy one would say a really good game out of both of them. And quite frankly, we've gotten that and still hasn't gotten them anywhere in the win column here in this series. But the one thing I do know is sometimes you take a look at superstars, right? And it's how you go into the offseason. Nobody's going to remember Anthony Davis went for a 40 and 10 in game number one if they bow out of the series in four games. We'll say, oh, look at Anthony Davis in the biggest moments coming up small. And the same thing with LeBron James. Like People will go on that limb and go, Psh, look. Jordan would never get swept in four games in the Western Conference or Eastern Conference Finals. Those things do add up and specifically in minds of athletes, do you think Anthony Davis wants to answer those questions in the offseason? Do you think LeBron James wants to do the same thing? So, what I'm trying to get to the bottom of the point is I think you can trust both Anthony Davis and LeBron James here, particularly LeBron James, is there's those one thing we know about superstar players. If they lose, they're going out on their own sword here, right? LeBron James is a guy, hey, what well, nine points. Uh, Six rebounds and five assists. Ball didn't come back to me, as I like to say, and I just couldn't get myself into the game. That's not going to be the case. If the Lakers lose, it won't be because of maximum effort out of LeBron James. And LeBron James, to get a triple-double at the FanDuel Sportsbook, I believe this morning, was posted at a plus 410 price. That's something that should be legitimate. LeBron's going to go hard on both sides here. And granted, he can't afford to take his normal breaks during the game either in a close one because there is no tomorrow, Ben, if they lose tonight. I expect a maximum performance out of LeBron James.
1: LeBron James was one assist shy of a triple double in game one, one rebound shy of a triple double in game two, three rebounds shy of a triple double in game number three. He has gone over the eight and a half assist mark in four consecutive games, all three here in the Western Conference Finals. So, DRS right now, the Nuggets, a minus 2,500 series outright favorite Mm. to advance past the Lakers and in to an NBA championship series. If it does not happen in game number four tonight, will it be in game number five back in the Mile High City?
2: I really do believe that here, because the one thing we can look at, Ben, what's assured during the regular season, holds true in the playoffs, the Denver Nuggets are a really good home team here. So if you're looking also from a perspective, hey, the Lakers can get one in L.A., that means they're still going to get two more games from the Denver Nuggets in Denver in the Mile High City. That's just not going to happen. Would I love to see it go seven games for the theater? Absolutely. But the Denver Nuggets have shown us in the playoff run here. This is no fluke, Ben.
1: DRS, I mentioned it a couple of times on this show, 149 previous times in NBA playoff history has a team in any playoff series jumped out to a 3-0 series lead in a best of seven. All 149 times that team with a 3-0 series advantage has won the series. But three times in NBA playoff history has the team in the 0-3 hole forced a seventh game. But again, it seems the NBA finals are set. Between the Denver Nuggets, the champions of the Western Conference, and the Miami Heat, the champions out east. Denver now DRS a minus 220 odds-on favorite to win the NBA championship this year. Miami, who was 15-1 to 1, with the fourth and longest price entering this round, now the second-best number, as you see on your screen. Donna, we already slightly broke down game number four tomorrow night in South Beach. The Heat. Finally, for the first time in this Eastern Conference final set, booked as a favorite. Remind the people, DRS, of your assessment. Is it over in four games? A sweep of the Seas tomorrow night
2: in Miami. This could get really bad, too. And I'm not talking about a blowout fashion. Let you see the, the Heat do win this game, which I do think they will, and the Celtics lose. My goodness, they get swept in the Eastern Conference Finals here. Your head coach is on the table. Brown and Tatum will be talking about if they can play again. Do you blow up the bench? Do you restart things in Boston? Because, as I said with Kevin, This is a dynasty that never even got off the ground with Tatum and Brown if they're going to be split up. Because those two really can play together, but it just looks like in the biggest moments, it doesn't fit. And if one player is unhappy, Ben, usually those star players get their way and get shipped out of town.
1: DRS, as you can see right there, it has not been a great Eastern Conference Finals for Jalen Brown, averaging less than 17 points per game we know there has been some friction between brown and the boston front office and his name has been involved in potential trade talks in off seasons past yes boston has made the eastern conference finals three of the past four years yes they reached the nba finals last year but when you fall short of expectation big things can change drs thank you as always more of the morning after up next conference finals in the nba playoffs to the conference finals in the stanley cup postseason live right here on this monday on the morning after on sports i am ben stevens our friend johnny hockey johnny lazarus joins us live right now on this monday on tma to start off a new week it has been a few late nights for johnny hockey as all four Games that we have seen here in both the Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals have gone to overtime. And when you're one of the hosts of Stanley Cup Central live on the NHL's YouTube channel, it's been a couple of late nights indeed. Johnny also doing great work for the Hockey News covering the Rangers and BR Open Ice as well. Johnny, thank you so much for taking the time to join us here on this Monday on the morning after.
3: Thank you, Ben, for that lovely introduction. But yeah, I'm having like five cups of coffee every morning and five at night. So uh, getting a lot of caffeine in the last couple of weeks.
1: I guess we should have figured after game number one of the Eastern Conference Finals in Carolina between the Hurricanes and the Panthers went to four overtimes, the sixth longest hockey game we have ever seen that we were due for a couple of extra sessions. Both games of the Eastern Conference Finals in OT Florida a two 0 series lead both games of the Western Conference Finals head to overtime as well in Vegas takes a two 0 series lead in the Western Conference Finals holding serve on home ice three to two yesterday the victory in that extra session for the Golden Knights but Johnny entering period number three it was Las Vegas down two goals to one against the Dallas Stars how do they pull off the comeback to take a two nothing series lead in the Western Conference Finals.
3: Well, to be honest, Vegas really had nothing going for them. It was all Dallas, and I didn't think Vegas actually had a chance to come back and tie that game. A lot of reporters that were actually in the building at T-Mobile were tweeting that they've never heard that building as quiet as it was. But with the way hockey works, you know, the game can change in the matter of seconds. And, you know, Ryan Suter, a veteran defenseman for the Dallas Stars, got caught puck watching. Jonathan Marchessault sneaks in behind him, and Jack Eichel made a phenomenal behind-the-back pass to Marchessault creeping in, and he had all that time and, and room to to roof it on Jake Ottinger and I thought Ottinger was phenomenal and he has been phenomenal in the playoffs. But you know like I said he wasn't really tested yesterday so they just got caught sleeping for one
1: quick second and it backfired and now the series is two nothing instead of one one. So Vegas entered this series Johnny in the Western Conference finals a slight favorite minus one thirty five against Dallas but we expected it to be rather balanced and competitive the Golden Knights holding serve on home ice again a two nothing series lead and now Vegas A minus 460 series outright favorite to win the Western Conference crown. Johnny, what is your assessment of this series between the Golden Knights and the Stars following two games in Las Vegas? Well, not to jump ahead to the Eastern Conference Final,
3: but if one team is going to come back from down 2 nothing in the Conference Finals, it's the Stars and not the Carolina Hurricanes. I think Dallas hmm. is still the better team in this series, and they were the much better team yesterday. Like, this series should be tied at 1-1 right now, heading back to Dallas, and I'm still going to trust Jay Gottinger. He's been my guy all year long. I picked him to win the Bessna before the season started, and I thought he had a phenomenal regular season, and we saw his stats following a loss yesterday. was his first loss in the playoffs in a game following a loss so the Dallas stars hadn't lost back-to-back games in this postseason yet I expect a very strong response from Ottinger and from the Dallas stars especially going home and you know it's the biggest cliche in sports right you're not in trouble in a series so you lose on home ice but it's true so Dallas can easily come home and win those two games and tie this series up heading back to Vegas for game five the stars are a really strong five on five team they're the best defensive team at five on five but Vegas has made a ton of adjustments in order to keep up with Dallas. Vegas, obviously, you know, is a team that shut down Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl, and now they're dealing with a, a heavier, more physical team in Dallas than Edmonton was. But, you know, still, to, to the star's credit, they found a way to score a power play goal yesterday, and their power play was not really going in game one. So hopefully they can build off that momentum. And Dallas's best players have produced, at least. Jason Robertson has goals in back-to-back games. Rupe Hintz had a strong game one. Jamie Benn scored in game one as well. And it's all going to stand on jake ottinger ottinger's got to be the one to respond and he's got to be the one to lead this dallas stars team
1: if they're going to come back in the series and as you saw there in the series total games market five games and seven games still the most likely outcomes co favor numbers if you will at a plus 235 price dallas a minus 142 home ice favorite for tomorrow night in texas as we take the trip to Dallas for the first time in the Western Conference Finals, which, Johnny, is rather interesting. If you think Dallas can make this a series, the Stars now the fourth and longest price out of the four remaining teams in the hunt for Lord Stanley's Cup at plus 750. Is Is there value on the Stars in the hunt for that Stanley Cup trophy? 1,000%. One thousand percent. The Stars
3: are still my pick to win the Stanley Cup. I'm not doubting them until I absolutely have to, uh, and that's really just my trust in Jake Ottinger. Uh, I could talk about this kid for you know hours and hours and hours, but um, you know once a goalie gets hot, you know there's no looking back. I mean we see what Sergei Bobrovsky has done in Florida. He's been you know the catalyst for all the Panthers' success. You can make the claim for Matthew Tkachuk as well, but um, you know I think the Dallas Stars need to come out and score the first goal in Game Three. And from there, they can really build off the momentum of their home ice and their home crowd. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we've seen teams come back from down to nothing, plenty in hockey. And, you know, it's a sport where it's certainly possible. So if Dallas comes out and wins and wins game three, I'm not counting them out
1: at all. So there's something about eight seeds in the Eastern Conference postseason from South Florida where upsets have become The regularity the Florida Panthers win both games on the road in Carolina against the Hurricanes and the Canes entering this series were five and one straight up at home throughout the postseason and had the third best home record throughout the regular season in the National Hockey League. Johnny the Florida Panthers have won all six of their games in overtime here in this postseason including three straight five of those on the road florida has won eight consecutive road games dating back to game number two of their opening series against the boston bruins so a simple question johnny that probably has a more complicated answer how is florida doing this i mean it's been
3: absolutely incredible and i'm sure they're building off of jimmy butler and what the miami heat are doing right now Uh, i got to imagine that kachuk is watching some nba i know he's a big nba fan but Matthew Kachuk, what can you say about this kid, right? Like, he's really come into Florida. This is his first year on the team, and he's put this team on his back. Um, You know, he's been performing lights out pretty much every single night. He's got seven goals, 11 assists for 18 points in 14 games in the postseason. But, you know, Matthew Kachuk isn't even the guy right now that's gotten them this far. It's Sergei Bobrovsky because – what he has done has been absolutely incredible. He's leading the playoffs by a landslide in a, with a plus 17.3 goal, saved above expected. Uh, Bobrovsky's been standing on his head literally every single night. And he was a guy that wasn't even starting in the playoffs for the Florida Panthers. It was Alex Lyon that started that Boston Bruins series. But when their back was against the wall, they needed the experience. And Paul Maurice decided to go to Sergey Bobrovsky, the Vesna winning goalie, the goalie that has now taken out the Tampa Bay Lightning in 2019 when he was on the Columbus Blue Jackets after the Lightning uh, set up or tied a NHL franchise record for most wins. And then he took out the Bruins when they beat the record. So Bobrowski, you know, doesn't crumble under pressure. He's been the backbone of this team. And I think there's a huge argument to be made that Bobrowski is the con Smythe favorite right now over Matthew Kuchuk, Although I am siding with Kachuk in this argument, but Bobrowski has got a 0.931 save percentage of 2.2, 2.32 goals against average. I mean, this guy has been absolutely lights out and, and Florida, to be honest, had no business winning game two. They got absolutely peppered, but it was Bobrovsky that stood tall, and Carolina couldn't beat him. So, um, you know, kudos to him and kudos to what this team's been able to do and how much fun they're having.
1: Note to teams around the NHL, if you win the President's Trophy, do not play Bob once you get to the postseason. He sees that President's Trophy, and he comes after you each and every year. So, Johnny, as we mentioned, for Florida, they've won three consecutive games in overtime. They've won five of their last six overtime games on the road. Eight consecutive road victories here in the postseason. But game number three of the Eastern Conference Finals is tonight back in the Sunshine State between the Panthers and the Hurricanes. Most teams, Johnny, would be happy to be on home ice. Is Florida? So
3: it's interesting, right? I actually just tweeted this. Dating back to the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs, the Carolina Hurricanes are three and eight on the road. They've been horrible in game three specifically. And also in that span, the Panthers are four and six at home. So it's not like the Panthers have this home ice advantage, but there's a clear cut. Um, You know, uh, for lack of a better term, the the hurricane just can't find a way to win on the road. Um, I don't know why that is. I don't know what is behind that. But for some reason, Carolina just doesn't seem to have it when they aren't playing at PNC Arena. So I will take my chances with Florida. And, you know, I think you got to at this point, you know, take your chances with the Panthers too, especially with Miami, the heat, what they're doing. They won game three last night on home court against Boston. So I'm just going off what the heat are doing and I'm sticking with Florida. I like Florida tonight. I think Florida comes out and wins not only by one goal, but maybe even two or three. I think Carolina is just down in the dumps right now. I don't know what they're going to do with their goaltending situation either. They started on C Ranta in game two after Freddie Anderson had started the previous uh, few games. I believe it was eight in a row. So I don't know if they're going to go to Anderson or going to go to Ranta, but, I'm sticking with Borowski. I'm sticking with Kachuk, and I like Florida at to home tonight.
1: The Panthers a slight home favorite, minus 115, as you saw on home ice, laying the goal in a half. It's plus 215 for Florida. Johnny, you mentioned Matthew Kachuk, who has been sensational for the Panthers here in this postseason. The overtime winner in game number one in that fourth overtime against Carolina. You described his level of play, but what has this elite level out of Matthew Kachuk meant overall for this Panthers side? Well, there's no one like him in the NHL right now. I mean,
3: you can make the case maybe for a guy like Brad Marchand when he was in his prime. But Matthew Kuchuk does everything for this team. Not only does he score goals, make plays, even scrap it up a little bit. He's just the heartbeat of the team in the locker room. You can see how much everyone loves him. I mean, one of my favorite things was after he scored that fourth overtime goal when they give out the game puck, he, he credited the strength staff, right? Because, you know, it's the strength coaching and, and the team in general that really provides that conditioning level. And he said the better conditioned team won. And Kachuk's heartbeat, and I think his just overall personality has not only shined in the room, but also in the entire, you know, area of South Florida, right? He's got everyone coming out. You know, the Florida Panthers fans were sending the, the, the bus off, like, with a goodbye. Like, you don't really see Panthers fans doing that in the past. Um, so, yeah, I think this whole city has really gravitated toward Matthew Kachuk and his personality overall. And uh, he's truly embraced being a Florida Panther. And he's made it clear since he signed there that he wanted to be there.
1: I think it goes both ways. So, Johnny, you mentioned that right now, Sergey Brabovsky and Matthew Kachuk, co-favorites to win the Conn Smythe Trophy. That's the playoff MVP in the Stanley Cup postseason. Both a plus 420 number. You describe what they have done. Is there anybody else on this list you are keeping an eye on to win the Conn Smythe?
3: Well, for me, it's Dallas' Rupe Hintz, but the Stars are definitely going to have to come back in this series for that to happen. Uh, you know, Rupe Hintz has been absolutely incredible. Ten goals, 12 assists here in the postseason. For the Dallas starts, he's, you know, been the catalyst for them offensively. He's also been incredible in scoring chances off the rush. He's first in that category in the playoffs and just creating plays off the rush as well. Um, you know, he's averaging 1.47 points per game in the playoffs. Pretty ridiculous numbers. Um, but Dallas needs him to get going in this series if they're going to come back. He had a great game one, was a little bit quieter in game two. But what can, what else can you say about this guy, Rupa? He put up 37 goals in the regular season this year not necessarily came out of nowhere but he's really made a name for himself this season and you know dallas no pun intended had a lot of stars in this season but you know guys like jason robertson joe pavelski jamie ben um tyler sagan they, those have been the bigger names for dallas this past season and rupe Hens has been a little bit under the radar but he's truly stepped up for them in the playoffs and uh you know i think if dallas does get it done it's going to be him that went to conspite and there's great value on that
1: The two shortest odds coming from the Florida Panthers. The three next best prices from players on the Vegas Golden Knights. But if Dallas makes a comeback, you heard it there. Where Johnny Hockey sees that value. Johnny, more Stanley Cup Central tonight on the NHL's YouTube page. Every night there's a game
3: I'll be on. So come check it out. Uh, We're live for pretty much the entire game. Got the chat going. So we're trying to be as interactive with the fans as possible. It's a lot of fun. So thanks for that shout out, Ben.
1: Appreciate it. We appreciate it, Johnny. Thank you for your time here on The Morning After. We round out hour one up next.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: round out our number one in the morning after live right here on this monday on sports grid sirius xm channel 159 that's the home for sports grid radio on sirius xm all across the spiz grid network that's sports grid and that now includes the new sports grid app the ultimate sports betting companion app is now available for download at the Apple App Store or simply scan the QR code on your screen. In a matter of moments, you get the insight, the data sets, everything you need to become a better sports better in the palm of your hand with the new Sports Grid app. It's smarter to be on Sports Grid. We love hearing from you, your data sets, if you will, the information as everybody out there in the public sees it. With two 3 0 series leads, in the conference finals for the Denver Nuggets out west and the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference. Will both end in a sweep? Will neither. Will it just be the Nuggets? Will it just be the Heat? That was the question. Something of the sort and fade the public. At TV on Twitter, now both up 3-0. Will either the Nuggets or the Heat pull off the sweep in the conference finals? for them will it just be the nuggets will it just be the heat will both do it or will neither do it those were the options at our fade the public poll once again at sports grid tv on twitter and most of the public around 53 percent of the public in fact saying both denver and miami will pull off the sweep in their respective conference final series we'll get the first look at that tonight with denver holding a three nothing series advantage over los angeles in L.A. The Nuggets booked as a three-point underdog inside Crypto.com Arena against the Lakers. The expectation is for L.A. to stave off elimination and continue their season if albeit for just one game. The Heat finally booked as a slight home favorite tomorrow night for game number four in South Beach against the Celtics. I guess we'll find out if the public was correct come Wednesday morning. That'll do it for hour number 1, but hour number 2 of the morning after is up next, live right here on Sports Group.